Hello and welcome to Ungimmick. Um, another week, another episode, and we are joined, of course, by Alexandra Moreau, Connor McDonald, hey. Hello. Matthew O'Neill, Sanjeev Vinod. I'm your host, Gonzalo Souza. It's a pleasure to be here. And let's get right into the topic this week, which is all about crediting and referencing. Alexandra, Ooh. would you give us a little bit on that? Absolutely. Well, most people, if not everyone, and I wish I could say everyone, uh, would agree to say that proper crediting is necessary, something you should do, yet disputes are quite frequent in any arts, and magic is not an exception. We have our fair shares of disagreements and beefs and however you want to call them, so I just wanted to address that. Uh, just to be clear, I don't want to talk about if crediting is good, because, I mean, I think there's a pretty obvious answer to that. I want to talk about the ins and outs of crediting, uh, how people should approach it if you don't know enough, how to make sure you know enough, how to ensure you're doing things properly. Um, just so you know, uh, I have a little structure prepared, but because we are bound to go on tangents, mm -hmm. I will, I, I'm going to use the work of Harapan Ong as a structure. Ooh. And Harapan, if you go on Vanishing right now, has an ebook about, it's called To Your Credit. It's completely free. And I think every magician that is looking to publish anything should uh, download and read it. So first of all, I'm going to put my mouth where my, uh, well, put my actions where my mouth is and say, and credit Harapan for his great work, how to make this more accessible to everyone. Everyone should go read it out. And we'll just be discussing some points in there. There are points that we won't be dealing with today that are in there. And we'll be talking about other things, of course. So there you go. I just want to bring a little bit of nuance and, and talk about that as a whole. To start. I would like to start, and the, the title I give to this part is Why Wouldn't You Credit and Why It's Not a Good Excuse. So I have, I have a list, but first of all, I think we can sort of go on, on our influences and then just lie on in the structure if there's something I think we're missing. Okay? So take it away, boys. All right. Uh, so you want a reason why not to credit. You want me to think of a reason why not to credit? Go for it. To spite my enemies. Okay, so the and the, ooh, the interesting. malicious one, the malicious yes. <laughs> evil. You yeah, went to exactly. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, what else do we have, uh, Connor? I, I was just gonna say, just because it's hard to find where things originate from. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there anything else? I'm just curious. I'm trying to get all all the answers here. Maybe not wanting to put in the effort because I mean it's a lot of work to make sure you reference where everything came from so that you can distinguish what is original versus what isn't absolutely it's a lot of work and there's one yeah. more i wrote down i wrote down four so I, i'd be it's a little, a little tougher to, to get but if and if there's some i haven't listed maybe um one guess i'd have is perception driven where for example after a lot of magic performances uh, magicians are often asked oh so did you create all that did you come up with it and uh, possibly the the fear that if you say no i didn't come up with all of it people would be like oh you just copied someone else's tricks oh okay mm. I, then you're not cool anymore something like that that could be a possible that is excuse. very interesting like an ego thing they won't yeah. credit because of their ego they want to look mm. better is that one on there i i want to call oh, it really. insecurity rather than ego yeah I, I, insecurity I that's a good one because yeah. you, you you can feel a little backed in a corner right at that moment you're like oh shit uh i have to say yes if i say no i look like i look like an idiot Mm -hmm. yeah, especially mm -hmm. if you're talking to to laymen, um, mm -hmm. or if you're talking to non-magicians, it's it, it puts I it I think it really puts the magician in a hard uh, position, because you might have you might have created the trick, 
uh, or created the whole structure, but you took this slight from here and this slight from right. there. And when you're talking to layman, you're not going to say, oh, actually, I did this something <laughs> Yeah, here. this trick, <laughs> the plot originates from Ed Morrow. Uh, it was published in the discovery of witchcraft. And <laughs> of course, there's yeah, really yeah. tough things. You, right? you don't do that. You, you cannot mm -hmm. credit every single little piece in, in regards to talking to, to, to a layman like yeah. that. So uh, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't consider that bad crediting or bad... I, I think there has to be uh, a little bit of uh, of nuance a, or gray a area. Situational. And the jerks yeah, situational is good. The jerks actually came up with a really good response for that question in one of his blog posts, Go on. which is he was uh, comparing it to to a chef and the recipes. Oh. Sometimes, sometimes you come up with a really good recipe, but a lot of the time you are inspired by other things and you sort of put your own flavor into it. So he'll if he's telling uh, a layman, he'll say maybe. Um, 45 to 50% I come up with myself and then uh, 45 or 40% uh, it'll be inspired by someone but I add my own flavor to it and mm -hmm. then 10% it's me doing someone else's thing mm -hmm. so that's generally his distribution that is a great analogy so just uh, the four reasons that I wanted to explore and what I want to do is to give ourselves precisely five minutes to talk about each and one of them so we have mm -hmm. our first part and make sure we're trying to be a little compact on each one of them the four reasons I wrote down is number one, bad ethics. Number two, because it's a pain in the ass. Number three, bad habits. And number four, you didn't know there was a precedent. So ignorance. I'm, it's a little harsh to call ignorance, but that's essentially what it is. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to discuss. And once again, these are uh, listed and the wording is, is pretty much taken from Harapan. So credit to him. Um, so let's <laughs> start with reason number one. Uh, which is bad ethics, and I think Matthew started touching a little bit on that. Let's let's so let me start a timer here, and let's just talk this for five minutes. Great, bad ethics like um, either well malicious. It's it's much more rare uh, generally, I think, because um, I think a lot of it has to do with people maybe assuming that they came up with it and not even checking or does that fall into a different category it does fall into another category okay okay then maybe by, someone by else the bad ethic it's it's you know it's someone else you know who you who you should credit but you just don't do it and i think mm -hmm. thankfully it's one of the rarer cases of yeah. miscrediting which thank, thank god um but there are some cases connor do you have anything to say well, I would, I'm, I'm curious, why would someone do that? Do we have an example? Uh, like, well, I want to hear more about this. Like, I once again, I, example. I, I, I think the, in the podcast, we have always refrained from yes. calling people mm, by oh, name. Yeah, We're not bad. here for witch hunts. We're just talking about here concept and to see how we approach the question and to bring some nuance. So we're not here to call mm. names. We can discuss this after the podcast or privately mm -hmm. or maybe some things that we maybe take aside or whatever, but we're not here to do this. Uh, Alex, the, to just to reframe that, then examples do exist, though, right? Absolutely, they yes, are, they, they happen absolutely all, exist. More they often are there. than we'd like, I assume. I'm sorry, what? They happen more often than we'd like, I assume, or is it a very? Rare I mean, thing? we wouldn't well, like well, any. we'd like zero. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. true, but once again, they are pretty rare. Uh, but mostly, um, most of the times, bad ethics don't come from somebody not wanting to credit someone that was ten years early, but mostly when things appeared in the same time frame. So they feel mm. it was them as opposed to someone else. So, so like that, simultaneous creations type thing? It, not really simultaneous. Or independent like, creations, is that the word? No, not even. Not, yeah, not even not if really. two people are, are maybe even jamming something together. Oof. 
Okay. Maybe. Yeah, th- Ooh, those that's... Are you don't you don't like to see, but I, I'm thinking more of like you create a, a principle or like discover a principle in the creation of something. Let's say a routine for magic purposes, but it could be anything for painting or music or whatever. And you've just exported that a little bit to serve the purpose of your routine. A couple of I know months, years, whatever later, someone makes talks extensively about that principle. So maybe in his eyes, yes, you created the principle, but you just sort of name dropped it there and then haven't used it. And then this guy went all the way in. So maybe he would consider that the credit is due to him. That that sort of thing. You see what I mean? Mm, but then if you're crediting, you can basically say, you probably should say, this person dabbled in it, but then I expanded it. That should probably be the right way to do it. If it sounds to me that's the that should be the proper yeah. crediting mm. procedure. I mean, the, the name of this reason is bad ethics. So unfortunately, exactly. Like, mm, that's yeah. True. So on that on that tone, I would say there's not really a crediting problem here. It's arguably a, a humanitarian problem. I would agree. Um, so mm, I don't know how much you can sway the the people that fall into this, to this category because I don't I don't think more awareness on crediting measures is going to make them suddenly be like, you know, I want to be a better person now. Yeah, um, you, you never think you're the bad guy, right? And I'm sure I'm, I'm sure a lot of, like most people that have, have bad ethics, for an example, are probably good guys, you know, but circumstances right your mm-hmm. ego just took over and you did something that you're not completely proud of and, and it happens but... so i think our our conclusion to our reason one or the bad ethics uh is summarized very well by sanjeev when he says that it's a a humanitarian problem at that point and not necessarily the crediting problem so yeah um absolutely. let's explore perhaps reason number two yeah before we uh just do that i'd say it's also really hard to um, um weigh in on bad ethics because we don't really have a proper central uh, crediting agency in magic that would be able to talk to people as opposed to just something that goes, okay, patent, which mm-hmm. isn't a very productive mm-hmm. way of doing it. So th- it's very hard to get discussion. So um, beefs, I'm just going to call them beefs because it's really hard to put into precise words, mm-hmm. um, are easily exacerbated and very hard to resolve because usually it goes through uh, publication and everything where people are just throwing shit at each other, really. Mm-hmm. So. Just, that was just to conclude that first part. But indeed, we should switch. We're on the two-minute mark. On the five-minute mark. That's perfect. Um, so yeah, reason number two, which is a lot more prevalent, because it's a pain in the ass. Take it away. Because it is. It is. It, it is. Yeah, it, it's that, work. It's... <laughs> you you need to put in a lot of work, and you need research. Is not easy in any in any field, and I think in magic, uh, research sometimes is even harder because. Magic has the the hidden layer or the the extra layer of the knowledge being hidden mm-hmm. uh, to a certain degree. It's not supposed to be accessible to anybody. It's the magician's code that you cannot tell your secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and little side note, I hate the little, the phrase magician's code. It feels <laughs> like I'm in the 1920s. It's Especially crazy. after it's seeing all these crediting disputes, what code do we have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but there is. Sorry, there is the Conjuring Arts Research Center, where That's you can try to f- you can amazing. search up a trick yes. and, and and try to see where it originated from. Obviously, you can't sometimes pinpoint exactly what you're looking for, but it puts you in the right direction. You can't That's really true. like read the versions or anything, right? It's just the names, just the titles of places where you could look. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. references. So just so indeed, thank you, Connor, because this uh, part is not just about why won't you credit. It's also why that is not a good excuse. And indeed, I think by saying it's a pain in the ass, it, 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 that information is not the easiest to get to, but there is also a significant part of laziness because the information is somewhere. 
And indeed, um, the best resource, I believe, uh, are the Con Conjuring Archives, which is mm -hmm. the website you can find at conjuringarchives.com. Uh, it is held by Dennis Baer, and it has a lot oh, of really? Yes, it has a lot of contributors <laughs> that are actively putting everything out there. Not everything, everything is in there, but if it's not, uh, you can you you can first of all contribute yourself, or, or two make sure that everything's in there. Another resource you can use if if you want to check something is Ask Alexander. Um, it's it's also upset. I haven't used it as much. I use the Conjuring Archives uh, a lot. It doesn't have, from what I understand, it's maybe more specialized towards the older stuff. Although, once again, don't quote me on that. But all, all that to say, there are resources out there. There are resources out there. So I, I also want to say, although it is a pain in the ass, we are pretty lazy when it comes to crediting. I think we can draw a parallel here uh, with the, the shopping cart problem. Uh, what? When, when, when you go to the grocery store and mm -hmm. you get your cart and you go to the store buy your groceries you come back out you take the uh, groceries from the shopping cart into your, the trunk of your car mm -hmm. and then you have two options you can either leave the shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot next to a corner <laughs> nobody's gonna say no you can there, do with that there's another or, option what <laughs> <laughs> see the other option is to take it to the designated place where you drop your little shopping cart so nobody's forcing you to actually put in the work. Well, that's a little bit of bad ethics. This is bad no, point is. number one. No, yeah, that's but true. I think I think it. You're kind I think, of I think it overlaps. If you don't do that. I think it overlaps both of them because you are you are kind of an asshole if you don't do if it. If you don't credit. But if you don't credit, yeah. But it is a pain in the ass to credit as well. So, but if you yep. put in a little bit of work and you have your ethics eh, balanced to a certain degree, mm -hmm. you, you can you ha you realize that you must do it, and mm -hmm. it's being a good person is hard. It is. And you're pointing out something interesting there, is that crediting uh, to a lot of people might feel like it's just a self-righteous act. You know, and people get tired when you credit and like, guys, it's a felt, feel like you're being a little self-righteous, self showing how much you know and everything. Mm -hmm. But no, just to be clear, crediting is very much necessary for a bunch of reasons we'll get to in part two. And it's not just about making yourself feel better, it's about giving credit where credit is due and making sure people are recognized for what they're accomplishing. Absolutely. Well, uh, Tyler Wilson has that joke in his Penguin lecture where he, Absolutely. like, makes jokes about, like, oh, yeah, this first appeared in page 75 of the uh, Arts and Witchcraft. And, like, yeah, that's the he did that I a bunch I of times, yeah. For, for the second part, but indeed, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> it is true that, uh, so Tyler Wilson's point for those who haven't seen the Penguin live lecture, which you should watch, a lot of recommendations this episode, I already like it, <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> is that his point was uh, people get tired, like, the way people reference things in lectures is is a little too too hard to sit through people are just gonna skip through it and everything so he's like as opposed to stopping to credit he's just gonna make a joke out of it and so he every time he does any little move or anything he credits <laughs> the exact thing in a very formal way and citing the num number of the page and everything he and credits he makes, the first time a double lift was yes <laughs> like everything and isn't yeah. a very out, out there way to be a little bit it make it out of a joke but his point was like, this is something that we need to credit, but crediting extensively is super boring. So we need to find an in-between that people can listen to those credits and go, okay, this is where the credit is, as opposed to, oh my god, can you please get on with the trick? Mm -hmm. And yeah. that, that, that is one, a great, great point. And I think Tyler managed to find a, a very elegant solution to do that. Um, quick question, Alex, I'm going to pose this to you. Can we talk now about when we should credit or is that something you're going to address? That is, part a... two is going to be completely about that. Perfect, thank you. Just want to make sure. No 
Or so let's maybe jump to reason number three. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna maybe stop uh, basically saying out loud what I wrote down and maybe leave a little <laughs> bit more space for spont- <laughs> spontaneous conversation. Number three is bad habits. Mm. So you guys take it away for real. Yes, I have the habit of. <laughs> I don't actually have that habit, but I was about to say stealing other people's material. Um, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you, you watch something and you're like, and then you forget about it. And then in a dream, you get inspired, quote, inspired. And it's the same thing that you saw. This happens with stand-up comics a lot where they hear a joke, forget about it. And then they think they thought of a joke, even though (laughs) they heard that exact joke. Interesting. is a is a bad habit of not research. That's not a bad habit. I just realized that was kind of off topic. But not researching and not doing your proper research to make sure that it is original or it isn't original. Yeah. If it isn't original, you got to credit it. So maybe we can merge those two because that's the last point. So let's merge reasons three and four. So re- reason number four is you didn't know <laughs> that was the a gun. precedence. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. By, by bad habits, I think so. It's Harapan pointed this out, but I think what he's referring to is the fact that we were not taught to pay attention to credits that much. So mm-hmm. we are therefore not putting as much effort as we should. We're just not used to doing that research, so we just don't do it. Mm-hmm. So, Jim Connor, I think you had some things to say, right? Oh, well, I was just going to say they almost all seem to coincide into just one big giant ball. You know, it's almost like mm. the bad ethic, bad ethics, you're lazy with the shopping cart example. But then it's almost like what was what was the third example? Um, uh, bad, um, habits. bad habits. Bad habits. A bad habit is just laziness. I mean, you know, I feel like they almost can kind of go into big one. I think bad habits gives you a little more credit because I think bad ha- you're not completely responsible for bad habits. Like the magic community has taught us where we live in an environment where it's become the norm to not credit extensively and everything. Mm, okay. So, so then let's make the distinction. It's not your bad habit. It's the bad habit of the community. Mm, well, no, it is yours. No. Yeah, you no, mean, of course, of course, it, yeah. you of course it is it. yours, but it is, it is yeah. one that is, uh, like that the, the environment is making it okay to be yes. complacent with it. I think that's the precedent point, right? So your, your four reasons kind of move from insidious to almost, almost circumstantial or environmental Absolutely. where bad mm-hmm. ethics is a very personal mm-hmm. choice driven, uh, reason while from there, to bad habits is a little less control and precedent. I think that's the most interesting one because that adds the most nuance to the topic, right? Magic is unique in many senses. It's a field which is almost, especially in today's generation, self-taught from YouTube videos. YouTube videos are historically notorious for no crediting. Yeah. Yeah, that's just how it is. And Mm. so you see that, you're like, huh, I guess all these tricks are public domain. Misconception, but that's where one reason where it comes from. And uh, I, I wish I could... I remember exactly who made this point. We can put it in the social media post or whatever if we remember. But um, magic is one of those arts which, in any in any other art, if you just steal someone's exact routine and repeat it, that's not okay. You are dead. But it's yeah, normal. artistically, artistically, it, of course. Right? You're, yeah. You're not yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you yeah. can sue. Do you see people suing over songs all the time? And sure. and, and in comedy, like if you steal a joke. It is a big deal. Big deal. It's yeah. a yeah. big deal. And but magicians imagine, steal tricks all the all We the steal time. scripts, man. We steal entire choreographies it's and so it's fun. normalized. It is normalized. So mm. that precedent point, again, it does not justify uh, our actions, but I think it could provide an explanation. And I think that's important to look at and examine to actually approach solving the problem. Yeah. So I think we're almost on this first half. So let's uh, bring a little bit of 
of insights to that fourth one really fast saying mm -hmm. you just didn't know there was someone to credit because you thought you thought of it or anything. Uh, I think maybe a piece of advice that I think you guys will agree with is um, first, make sure that you can be reasonably certain that there's no precedent. If you showed it to enough people, enough magicians, and no one went, oh, that's... Mm -hmm. See, mm -hmm. like if you just make something in your bedroom and publishing instantly, mm -hmm. I mean, you, there is a little bit of liability. But I think if you've been performing this forever, you showed it to a bunch of magicians, asked a bunch of people if it if it were if it was original, if you check conjuring archives, you just didn't have the right keyword. There's obviously a lot of attenuating circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's rare. It's really rare, but it's also really amazing to see something that's really never been done before. Mm -hmm. Because statistically speaking, I mean, I, Alex, you guys know. I come to the to the jam saying, oh my God, guys, I created this really cool thing. I just thought of it three minutes ago. And you'd be like, yeah, this has existed for a hundred years. What are you doing? <laughs> well, now? yeah, magic books have been out since the 1500s. Like you have yeah. hundreds of years of material that's been developed. It, it's mm -hmm. the chances of you coming up with something new is it's very rare. Yes. So if you came up with it by yourself, I mean, I guess this is going back to what is proper crediting. Say basically I came up with this, but it's been, I came up with it myself, but it's been done before. Maybe mm. is that okay? we'll, we'll bring a little more nuance out okay. in the second part. Okay. But on this first part, I just ah. wanted to sort of go through the possible reasons someone could express when absence of crediting, and just making sure that we dispel a lot of That's misconceptions. True. That's and a lack of research. Yeah, it's like we're attacking the counter argument, or yeah. I guess we're yeah. Absolutely. We are the argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm gonna have to make a stop arguing because we are Boo. at the halfway point. Boo. Boo. I know, I know, gentlemen. Boo. I but gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen, uh, it is the halfway point, so it is the time that I tell everybody to go follow us on social media: uh, Instagram at ungimmick, Facebook.com/ungimmick. Um, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on YouTube.com/ungimmick. Uh, Got him. <laughs> Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> I cannot I, pronounce I the last E D. We just need but, a moment of silence, Alex. That was that was brilliant and really warmed my soul. Thank, thank you. you very some much. snaps, some snaps. It took us eight episodes yeah. to get some actual wisdom <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> also, the, the the last thing that I haven't mentioned is our Patreon.com yes. slash ungimmick. Um, if you oh, could... Sanjeev's looking, what do we need to buy? So, what, 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 what is it? What do we need to buy? I already got a haircut. Look at this. I don't have a ponytail anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? Alex really needs one. We but... need <laughs> this is getting We emergent. need money to buy back Matthew's hair. <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> Matthew, you look really good though. This haircut. I appreciate you do look really it. It looks good. Oh, doesn't it look amazing? It actually My hair really looks fantastic. Good. I love it. Oh, uh, thank you. So you yeah, please, if you a different person. Nice. <laughs> if you do have uh, some money that you could give us, patreon.com slash ungimmick, we would be forever grateful. Please. Um, and... so where should we donate? <laughs> if you have money that you could donate yes. to help boost the quality or uh, get Matt's hair back. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or either or. We're still deciding. Um, <laughs> you tell Which us what you our, want. What's we'll our priority? It. Come on, guys. <laughs> Well, uh, with that, oh, the last thing. Yes, please uh, also share this podcast uh, with your friends, with your family, with someone that will get value. Other artists, other creators. Uh, we try to bring content that it will appeal to magicians, of course, because that's what we are. But the other arts as well. So uh, hopefully a lot of people are able to take value from the work that we do. You didn't spell ungimmicked. How do you spell I haven't it? yet. 
because you spell uh, it U N G I. I'll stop. I'll stop halfway. Can I? Can I finish? <laughs> spell it. Okay. M M I. Spell it. C K E D I. Oh, there is a D. Wow. No, but seriously, on that point of sharing it, I have a cousin. Shout out, Nick. Do you but, actually? That's amazing, yeah, man. No, 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 no. no. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, he's a photographer, uh, and he does photography, and especially on the insp- inspiration episode, he found a lot of value in that on uh, basically nice. how to get inspired for new types of photos, different different shots, and it shows that, I mean, this apparently can be applied to more than magic. Mm-hmm. So hey, It's true that we do have episodes that are a little more specific, but episodes like inspiration, mm-hmm. crediting, and everything, I think, could serve... Uh, a lot of people that are in show business mm-hmm. or arts, even not professionally, even just as a hobby. Well, with that, let's move to something uh, more productive than us screwing around. And let's do our breather crimp before the second half. And for that, today we have Mr. Connor McDonald. Whew. I'll make it quick because re- I really like this topic. Connor, real but quick, can you explain Connor. what our breather crimp is? Because we did change the definitions of segments. Uh, yes, uh, the breather crimp is now, uh, it's basically just a recommendation. (laughs) Thanks. At at its core, it's the one minute rec. It's the breather crimp. (laughs) It's the breather crimp. It's the breather crimp, which was the one minute rec, but it's now the breather crimp because the one minute rec isn't the one minute rec anymore because it's now the breather crimp. And the breather crimp is now a social media bonus, but the assembly is still the assembly, but it's also slightly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. We're losing listeners by the second. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. The darkest Uh, corners. And and he went went into the full atmosphere, into a dark corner. I went into the book. Disappeared. My book. I'll get. I'll get it out. <laughs> this go. book is. This book is absolutely amazing. It's. Uh, it's all of Ben Hart's material, and but it's written by Neil Kelso. Proper crediting, and uh, this book is just is fantastic. Some of this. Some of the material in here is more so just to see how Ben's brain works. Uh, I. I don't necessarily think some of it is practical, but it's still just super interesting to see how other magicians think, and it I think everybody. Yeah, everybody should have a copy of this book. It's on Vanishing Ink. Go buy it now. Yes, it's it's endorsed by the full ungimmicked crew because all five of us have bought that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, I, actually, I actually got it shipped before it was out. I, I finished <laughs> oh, the book. Oh yeah, Ooh, special wow. <laughs> somehow. Well, anyway, just seriously, well, Ben Hart is a wonderful performer, and this is the routines he does all the time in front of crowds all over the world. I saw him in person, and he is amazing. Ooh, very nice. Also, just just quick. Just, I can't talk. Just buy it because there's routines with a Venus flytrap, with a oh, fly, what a great one. a fly, a peach, oh my God. possibly a peach. an avocado, tissues, eggs, this man eggs, is so creative. eggs, yeah. yes, dirt, yeah. a oh. pot of dirt, yes, a pot oh. of dirt. This stuff is great. This this stuff is actually brilliant. A just go buy it. Well, if if we keep talking about it, we're gonna spend the next 15 minutes of our it's podcast true. talking about the darkest corners because we know yeah. we all love it. So, uh, back into crediting Alex, I'll let you do our segue back into our topic. Okay, awesome. So, uh, here I want to bring go deeper into exactly how to resolve disputes, how to go about disputes, things like that. And I want to reserve like five minutes at the end just so we can talk to regards uh, of us crediting in regards to layman, which is another mm-hmm. topic separately. So, first of all, with magicians. So, first, there's three little points I want to address. The first one is crediting versus permission. When should you credit and when should you ask for permission? Mm. Take it away. Ah, yes. If it is um, a concept that someone else has um, created and you would like to perform it, 
Or if you'd like to... I feel like if you create your own routine, you should still talk to the person about it, but I don't know how much leeway if they say no, you can't use it, if it's a real majority of your own and it's just the one principle. Talk to me about that. What do you guys think about that? I think it, it comes down to if it's published or not. If, if something is published and it's mm -hmm. available as a resource, then it, it has been made available for everybody to research, learn, and then use. That, mm -hmm. That's my understanding of when you publish something uh, in Magic. Uh, I guess that's the, the, the normal sequence of events. Uh, published, it's learned by someone else, and performed by someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, if it isn't published, uh, then you should talk to the person and ask for permission. If you've seen Ooh, somebody do one. something in their show, but you that's can't true. find it anywhere and it's not published... Because if it's giving it. published, that is permission to perform yes. it. Yes, I, yeah. I, I understand it as such. Mm. I would add a caveat that in, again, the line here is not even existent. So we're all hypothesizing where this line is. But I think in special circumstances, um, you should ask permission anyway. And in general with mm. this issue, it's better to err on the side of courtesy. It's Absolutely. better to err on Absolutely. the side of that, yeah. unnecessary For asking, sure. right? For example, um, if you're performing something on TV, a lot of products mention TV rights mm -hmm. not included, things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, but true. if it's ambiguous, ask for permission. For sure. If you're performing it at like a big name place, like one of my routines was Ollie Mealings and I was going to perform it at the Magic Castle. So I, okay, Instagram DMs not the best way to ask for permission, but still. <laughs> it I mean, is a it way. Applies. Yeah, no, it is a way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And for sure. you will uh, be surprised by how accessible creators are, often how willing they are to share their work and let you use it, but also how quickly they reply, how, how willing they are to respond to someone who's asking for something like this. So I think... In cases like this, err on the side of just asking anyway. They're happy to see it. Yeah. They're very happy to see it. Yeah. So. so it's almost it's just like, when in doubt, ask. Mm -hmm. That's true. Absolutely. And, right? and be on the side of the creator. If he says it's... Yeah. I think most people will, will say yes. I mean, unless yeah. you're plagiarizing, obviously. Mm -hmm. But if you're yeah. inspired or doing parts of a routine, I think most creators will be very happy to let you do their stuff. Uh, but if they say no, I think you you have to respect their decision and yeah. ask them exactly yeah. what they're not happy about and take those parts away. If it means okay. all the routine has to go, well, all the routine has to go. If it's just like you can't really use those series of lines that'll do that'll do similar what I do, well, just rewrite your lines, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's that's an important thing. For example, let me bring it back to to the darkest corners. Um, it, the book goes in great detail. Uh, on how Ben presents uh, his tricks. Mm -hmm. uh, the Every single movement that he does is described to a T in that book. All the lines that he says, why he says those lines, why he uses those words. I, I, would, feel, uh, I would feel like it would be improper for someone to take exactly what says in that, even though it is published, to take mm -hmm. exactly what says mm -hmm. there and it's to true. do it. Because so it's I not you. It isn't you. So... Um, and you're probably going to yeah. suck delivering them anyway, so hey. That's true. Alex, yeah. that hasn't stopped magicians for years, man. So. Oh, that is, that is true. <laughs> but I, I just want to, like, if you're listening to this and you're taking people's scripts, well, just just know that you sound stupid. Very true. Very <laughs> true. And, and I'm not saying this, uh, like, maybe you, 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 for a fact, you do sound stupid. <laughs> and no matter how bad you are writing scripts, you will sound better with your own words. Sorry? No, yeah, no, 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 don't apologize for that one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like, hey, find the trick you're going to work on and then go listen to our last episode, figure out what, what takes for a good script Probably writing, and then there you go. <laughs> okay, boys, <laughs> so we have, because you guys talked about published material, but I think you should also always 
be on the side of, of sharing for, for unpublished material. If something is unpublished sure. and you're using, I still think you should go up to the creator, make sure he's okay. Like you, even, even if it, more so. I even, think yeah, if it's unpublished, I think it's even more important. Especially if he's yeah. he's known for the magic community for having worked on this thing and just keeping it for mm -hmm. himself a little bit before, or he's in the process of writing it. If you just take it out there, you're being a little bit of a dick. Well, well at that point, it's stealing. Yeah, exactly. Well, if it's if it's unpublished, generally the way you get access to it is by being in direct contact with the creator, anyways, mm -hmm. right? Am I wrong? Is there other ways or to get? You might have seen it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, if you've seen it, that's true. But, or independent um, dimensions. That happens. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Then you you should always definitely ask. I mean, um, all the five of us have worked on either our own unpublished material or even. Um, have discussed other unpublished material and mm -hmm. performing it it's sort of like a not even an unspoken rule it's just a known rule between us that hey i'm performing this thing i'm going to discuss this with you mm -hmm. what's okay what's not okay what do you want what, what do you want me to do here yeah there is this sort of un unspoken contract you're establishing when you share things with people like in jams and conventions and everything and by the way let's talk about that about rules because a lot of i've, I've even read some books that start uh, and the first page is essentially a disclaimer saying they're not allowed to use certain things and all. Mm -hmm. And although it is legally very gray and most of them are really meaningless legally, I completely understand that authors don't want to put there just to take a preemptive step, right? Mm -hmm. But I, it, I just find that if you need to go up to someone and speak into legal terms if you're allowed to use something, don't. You know, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Sanjeev. Just don't. Just we're, ask. We're here to create something in common. So I think we should go. I, I Well, anyway, my approach is to go more on the side of morale than the law. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll give a quick example of that. I was doing um, an audition for this TV show. And um, there's a very interesting prop that is used and, and has been used on TV before. But I... I went to the original creators and I showed it to them. Yeah, Sanjeev, right? It's so vague, dude. <laughs> okay, well, it's like only we know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, the, the the important thing is the important thing is I went to them and I showed them a new handling that they've never seen before and they found it extremely creative. That always helps when you're trying to get permission if they mm -hmm. see something new because if they see that you're just taking their idea because you want to use their idea, mm -hmm. it's not that they're gonna say no, but they're more likely to say yes if they see that you're doing something cool and new with it that is you. It, it comes back to the script that Alex was talking about. If you make it you in any in any regard, first of all, you're going to be a better performer yourself. True. So you're elevating yourself first. Second, you're elevating the art. You're improving mm -hmm. on some, even if it's not necessarily an improvement, it's something new, something creative, a new approach to the art. So it, it, it values the art uh, as a whole. Absolutely. So, we, I think all of us advocate for that. Put, I don't think, I know. Put yourself into your art, into your magic. Just a quick 10, 10 second thing. If you're embarrassed to the point that you don't want to go speak to a creator, ask him for permission, you're probably mm -hmm. taking a little too much of what he's done. Mm -hmm. Like if you really feel deeply embarrassed by that, uh, maybe you're not at peace with something. Just saying, sorry. <laughs> also, again, just another quick point, which I think is important to mention when we're talking about crediting is, I believe that in our, maybe it's not just our art, maybe it's everywhere, but especially in our art, we have a slight infatuation or almost an obsession with the concept of creation, where we're like, oh, this move exists everywhere, but I, my finger is two millimeters different from how I learned it, so now this is original and I can publish it. And 
I think that's almost just trying too hard. I I think definitely a cause for this for this crediting pandemic is because at times we try too hard to make something just original. And again, this is very different from obviously your presentation, your scripting, all that needs to be original. We don't do that enough. But on the other hand, with moves, we're like, oh, I made this slight difference and now this is completely mine. I deserve to publish and have rights over it. We don't need those petty battles. And I think that only furthers the ego issues yeah. that we have in our community. Um, that was just a quick point. I want to ask Alex um, and you guys, when do we credit? Do you credit during a performance to layman magicians? Yeah, I, I wanted to get to that. Right before that. you ask that question, 32 <laughs> seconds, Go right? For it. Um, people, based on your idea of people wanting to credit, being obsessed with, uh, I'm sorry, wanting to create, being obsessed with that, they forget that consolidating might be just as good as creating. If not better. Because mm -hmm. if not Gun better. Consolidating. Sorry. Guns. That's so oh stupid. Oh my god. Sorry. I don't I know. It just came in my head. I'm turning happened. into Matt. I'm turning into Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, my god. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You we keep have going. A, a lot to discuss, and unfortunately, so little time. So, <laughs> so before uh, before we go on, I just want to say that there is so much intricacies about crediting moves versus effects versus plots versus mm -hmm. context versus lines versus scripts. All of those are subject to some degree of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So we can't go into uh, into detail. But uh, stealing a method, stealing an effect, stealing lines are, are all stealing, essentially. And mm -hmm. I'm using stealing a little bit broadly because, you know, there's some that are somewhat acceptable with the credit gray and everything. sometimes. But, hey, you're taking things and all those things can be taken. I think that's mm -hmm. the way I put it. So, yeah, let's just take five minutes because I want to discuss crediting with layman. Um, a couple of days ago, and once again, I'm not here to call names, but there was a, a, dis a dispute over a couple of people. Uh, that are a little influential in magic. I don't want to say names, and it was all about crediting. And mm -hmm. one, one, someone, another person, a third party was performing an effect that was credited to, to someone, and it was just performing it, not teaching it, not selling anything. And someone interjected with credits being very passive aggressive, and the guy was like, "I, I reckon that was not created by myself. I'm just trying to share. I'm not even sharing publicly. I'm sharing to other magicians so I can improve my slides." So there was also this sort of obsession with credit that to me credit that to him you're stealing and it's very hard so now it's the issue becomes even more delicate when you're bringing this out of a private face group group of a bunch of magicians to out there so do you think how how much do you think we should mention original creators if at all if one etc i know this is a very hard subject to talk about we only mm -hmm. have a couple it's hard for lay people to care about names because exactly. names are just for research why would you want a non-magician to research your methods you know i think mm -hmm. always ask permission uh, at least in the cases we described but i don't think you always need to verbally credit so for example party to layman like that's an extreme that's an end of the spectrum so it's not even nearing the gray areas that's but true. if you're performing a party to layman don't just don't yeah exactly you're it. not going to do it and say Everyone's i'm going to present the classic cares. plot at a vernon like yeah and nobody cares is is usually not a good reason. But here, I think, like Matt said, it's it's an extremely important reason. It just goes over layman said. They don't care. And because it's no in the flow, right? Because usually yeah. the extra crediting, uh, you know, if you're talking about vectors, right? You're, here's your performance, and, and the vector of crediting goes mm -hmm. in this direction, or worst case scenario, goes vertically. So it doesn't interfere with that. Like, it doesn't make you move backwards. Like, and if they at, ask... at worst, at worst, you oh. have not lost anything of your performance. When you're actively performing to layman, and you're giving type to credit is going directly against your performance. Like it, it is competing with that attention and everything they're doing. And if they ask, 
I think uh, you should basically be honest. Uh, this is probably afterwards. Eh? You should tell the truth. You say yeah. uh, either, yes, I created this, or um, this is actually something that uh, a good magician friend or another magician inspired that I mm -hmm. put my own twist on, or say this is something that a very magician I respect created and I love performing it. Ooh, Those are the three answers. Good way to phrase it. Also, I Maybe. really liked Matt that that chef analogy you gave of percentages because I think that makes it really easy to understand for people who are outside our art because magic is a complicated mess, um, even to us. <laughs> so I think putting it in a way that it's easy to understand is doing more justice to the crediting process. Mm. And you are completely free to go on stage and to make a tribute piece where you yeah, talk about sure. talk yeah. about a creator and how much it's inspired you. And a lot of people have done it to a lot of success. So you are sure. very welcome routine. to absolutely and so so many of so many others right but i don't think you can go after someone saying you have performed this trick that is originally not yours for layman and not credit i think that's that's not a very good approach to crediting i think it does more to harm the idea of crediting than bringing good to the community it's true interesting right. connor did you have something to say no, I just I, I I know we're wrapping up, but like I feel like we're we're just getting into like this such a good conversation, like the <laughs> meat, you know. Yeah, we're we're going yeah. into the nitty gritty. But so, so if I want to put a last comment, essentially what I want to say is we're not crediting, we're not asking for credits just to annoy people. The mm -hmm. act of crediting and the act of receiving credits, it just wants to better our art. I think Sanjeev touched on that earlier. So just question yourself when you're getting into any sort of disagreement with someone. Just try to take a step back and realize. Is what we're doing now benefiting magic? Mm. And that doesn't make it a good reason to steal, of course, because mm -hmm. then you're not doing good to magic. But just ask yourself, is this disagreement we're having productive for us to look for sources and, and establish a timeline? Or is it just taking people's attention off of creating other things and creating needless beefs? Yeah. And again, err on the side of, of compassion. compassion. You know which side to err on. Yeah. Keep that, keep that in your mind. Good. That's a good note, man. Gentlemen, yeah. gentlemen, we, we were at like 200 miles an hour all episode. I had so much to talk about, and there was so much left to talk about. Wow, ooh, part two. But part of the, we, we have like Crediting we've made two. what seven, eight episodes, and we have like three or four part twos, yeah, on, on the way for yeah, some time. We'll never run out of episodes, we won't. Oh. <laughs> we won't. All right, well, uh, quick reminder to come chat with us on social media. Um, that's my reminder done and we have one more segment to do yeah. uh we have our assembly today by mr matthew o'neill yes sir all right we're going to um i'm gonna wrap it up quick because i know uh this is our time however i do want to say on the side note of crediting there's also no like tipping your hat to acknowledging, acknowledging. someone mm -hmm. yeah to to sort of reference someone as like a subtle hint to say hey, I recognize you in this art, and one of the mm -hmm. guys who does it the most and one of the guys who does it the best is, is the director, Quentin Tarantino. He does it a lot. And, for example, Pulp Fiction, people consider that to be his masterpiece. Pulp Fiction is a compilation of every aspect of all his favorite movies. And even the dance sequence, he showed um, Uma Thurman um, just like what type of dance to do from this other thing. Dang, I now I can't credit it because I don't remember the name. But uh, there's a whole there's a whole documentary. There's a bunch of documentary stuff on YouTube that shows the process of making Pulp Fiction and all mm -hmm. the all the really subtle hints to all of his favorite influences that made him a great director. So almost like homage, like an homage. It, there, that's mm -hmm. the word I was looking for. It's 
it's really an homage to cinema that movie and everyone loves easter eggs yes that's easter true eggs are yeah. great. matthew has been waiting yeah. this whole time to find it's a way my to favorite. get pulp fiction in. guys 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 i have my pulp fiction poster here it's hey. my favorite movie of all time <laughs> nice <laughs> Nice. Also, the fact I think you had that like right there. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. For, for listeners here, uh, we recorded an episode before the first one just to get things on track, make sure we had the good rhythm. And I believe Matthew was to recommend something and recommend Pulp Fiction. And because mm-hmm. we didn't air it, he was very frustrated and really wanted <laughs> to put it out there. And he found episodes. It. He found it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't want to step on Matt's um, incredible point, but I just as a question to viewers, it's interesting to think. No one's gonna say, oh, Tarantino's stealing from all these directors. No one would say that. And I think it's interesting what he's doing differently um, for why that question's not asked to him, but it's asked to magicians so often. Just a thought experiment. Interesting. Well, I guess. To all four of you, thank you so much uh, for coming in today and for getting this great discussion on on its feet. I love this episode, as I love all of them. Uh, to everyone listening, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this We were joined today by Alex Moreau, Connor McDonald, Matthew O'Neill, and Sanjeev Anod. My name is Gonzalo Sozer. <laughs> See you, everyone. This was ungimmick.